Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 275. Whoa, dude, 25 more. We hit 300. It's like a perfect game of bowling. Are we just going to watch 300? Yeah, we're just going to watch 300. Movie I've seen a million times and have memorized. We've literally only seen the movie like one time. Really? Maybe twice. I've seen it a few times. I saw it once in theaters on the IMAX, and then I felt like I was good. I mean, it's, it's, I've seen it probably under, like, maybe five, six or times. Five or six times, maybe. Hmm. I mean, that's enough. It's, like, fine. You don't know. You've only seen it, like, once or twice, loser. Yeah, I'm a loser, because I saw 301 time. Sorry, I just don't need to watch sweaty men in, that are half-naked just run, roll around with each other. Allegedly, that battle saved all of Western democracy. Yeah, but I don't need to watch sweaty men roll around with roll around with each other on a weekly basis. And this yell about your parts? Yeah, I don't need to watch that. No, you never. I never, ever watch that. No, you don't. Ever. No, you don't. Because I'm too busy watching movies like Sleepwalkers and The Gate. Because this is the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment and awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Yeah, this week and last week, I said fuck. At C2E2, I didn't say fuck. Yeah, see, speaking of C2E2, what a good time. What a good time. It was nice. What It was nice. We mentioned it last week on the podcast, how nice it was, and we mentioned it again, how yeah, nice how it nice, was. How nice was our episode when you were listening to it? Like, I haven't listened to it. Um, I listened to most of it, and it was quite nice. It was quite nice. You were happy with what we with our with our production? I was happy. I good, watched good. the video version of it that Great. is our little yeah, s- secret fancy? video version. But yeah, I mean, just like the... Thank everybody involved with that, um, yeah. getting that experience going on. Chuck yeah. a load of comics. Chumpcast. Chumpcast. Thank you guys very much. Made things run very smoothly. Yeah, and the ladies that were involved Absolutely. with the process yeah. as well. I don't know their names. I'd give specific shout-outs if I had known them, but just know that it was much love was given out. Yes, yeah, so it was, a, it was a good experience. Absolutely. Gained some XP doing that live podcast in, on, on a yeah, Comic-Con show floor. C2E2 show floor. Nick, uh, we didn't mention this last week. Mm-hmm. On the Sleepwalkers episode, but I'll mention it now. You what? gave an autograph. I was busy gathering things and putting things together, but you gave an autograph. Yeah, I think I helped some lady win a free sandwich or something. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it was nice. There was a thing where, like, you, they, I guess it was a card where you talked to artists and stuff. Yeah. And there was a spot, and I filled in her last spot. Nice. Mm-hmm. It was on behalf of the show, man. You... And she said, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. We gained a sure. new listener right did, there. Sure. We gained a new listener. Hopefully she subscribed, and hopefully she's Absolutely. still listening. Absolutely, yeah, sure thing. I'd give a shout-out to her, too, if I yeah. get her name. Meredith. Don't, she, if she's actually listening, you're just making up her name. Rude. What if that's her name? That I'm a genius. That I am a genius. That is not a sentence I will tolerate on this podcast. You saying you are a genius. Then I am if her name is Meredith. So Meredith, please reach out to us. This is so dumb. BNBpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us, if you have a movie you want us to watch, if you have a movie you made, I want to see Meredith's movie. I would love to hear shout-outs from all the Merediths who listen to this show. Any Meredith, if you're a Meredith and you listen to this movie, please let us know. And you listen to this movie. Message us on Instagram at bmoviebreakdown. That's where you can find us on all social medias. Do it now. Come on, Meredith. What are you thinking? All the Merediths. That's what our fans are called, Merediths. No. Oh, you shot that down. <laughs> you would rather stick with like your dick flock or the shit you make. Dick up. flock? Yeah. Cock flock the over The flock? Yeah. Or suckos? Or suckos. Yeah, you named your new home 
Sucko Den, or whatever you call it. Sucko Den. <laughs> Something totally stupid. Sucko Central. And that's where we went from Sucko Central to Podcast Sucko Central. Yeah, the Central. world tried to save us. Back to Sucko Central. Now we're Central. back to Sucko Central. So uh, I mentioned those social media and emails uh, that you can check us out. Also, each week's movie is revealed at the end of every episode, so you two can join in on the madness. Gives you a reason to stick around. Gives you a reason to stick around. You know what the next movie's going to be. You have time to watch it. If you've never seen it before, things like that. Uh, Nick, do you have any plugs? Yeah, if you want, you can follow me on that Instagram. We talked about it, Scatterville Stories, and follow the podcast, Weird and Feared, on this very same Instagram, and find that podcast wherever you find your podcast, where me and my good friend Zach talk about Monsters of Madness and Mayhem. It's a supernatural show that I uh, I enjoy a lot. It's Monster XP. We're about a lot of monsters, and I mean... The past few episodes we've done could have been stories straight from Weird and Feared. Because this week we get into something we've talked about on that show a lot. I mean, it's a mess. Later on I'll tell you what it stands for. It is a but mess. But like, it's a mess. Anytime it's, we're dealing with uh, with werewolves, it's a mess. It always happens. It's always a mess. Like, what do the villagers do when they Last find Last week's out? movie was kind of messy. They All three of them were. Well... Not really. Yeah, uh, the gate, not so much. The gate didn't have it a mess because it was just sleepwalkers. Kind of. No, sleepwalkers eventually is, did. But it's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. When they, yep, they. When do. the cops and yeah. everything gets involved, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it does become a mess. But there's no like mob mess. There's no like light the torches type right. of mentality, um, at, um, except for the cops, which they're just doing their job essentially. So. Right, and usually whenever, <laughs> whenever, whenever a quote unquote mess breaks out, the cops or the guys are trying to shut it down. Like, go home. Right in this one, like in yeah. this one. Well, in every, that's usually what in happens. In Sleepwalkers, they were the kind of the mess. Except in this so. one, in this one, right in this one, they managed to shame the cops so much. He's like, "Fuck it, go look for this creature. Do it. Have I fun. guess. All right, you're sad. Go kill something. Yeah, you want to. This is what you want to do. Okay. Go I'm ahead. not going to stop you. Just go do it because you have overpowered me. Yeah, except for the local clergyman who tries to stop it. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder why he does that. Yeah, weird. So uh, Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we will talk about it. In this week's movie, yet another Stephen King venture, we're talking Silver Bullet. It's the best of the worst. Nicholas. What the fuck do you want? Well, you don't need to swear like that at me, but I wanted to know, did you think while watching this movie that the werewolf was going to be Gary Busey? I had a fear that someone would have to battle his uncle. That's, that's the, I like that that's the feeling they give you, though. Sure. That they give you this feeling that it's gonna be Gary Busey, and obviously, why not? He's like drunk, and they, they kind of hint that it could be a few other people. Like he has a whole story arc too, about his alcoholism, and he stops drinking around his nephew, and kind of gets his shit together a little bit more. Right. We don't see his whole life, and he's clearly still boozing around a little bit. But maybe, well, because there, there was still that wild turkey bottle by his bedside that he hadn't finished. So I mm-hmm. assume maybe he just kind of put it there and stopped drinking it. Yeah, and you, 
it's kind of like the, you, they kind of like throw a few people out there that it could be. They kind of are like, oh, it could be, you know, the deadbeat new dad guy. Could be. Like initially, right? Because yeah. like, oh, he, they show you that argument, then that lady dies. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe it could be the uncle. And maybe it could be Marty, Corey Haim's character. It could be him. Possibly. Because he gives like this weird evil look to Brady, you know, and Brady's like doing bad things to his sister and being sassy. Yeah. I never felt that he could be the bad guy. No. I mean, they try to like throw it that way briefly, mm. real quick, but other than that, yeah. it's I mean, not. I never felt that. But they do give you the, the sense that it like, oh, this drunk guy, maybe he's getting drunk. He doesn't remember what he's doing. Yeah. You know, type of thing. And, you know, it could be the. The uncle, well, but... They, they introduce this character flaw that maybe he's not a great guy, so maybe he's a werewolf. And they do a good job of sh- hiding that it, who it, the werewolf actually is in this movie. Yes. Until the reveal, I think. I think it's a good job. I think it's the uh, least likely suspect. You know, he's pleading with everybody. He's the, I mean, he's yeah, the reverend. He's, yeah, but I feel like that, that makes him... And he's the religious guy. He could be a monster. Right, I mean, but most like, people—he's on my radar. Most people don't suspect a character like that. I mean, I, he was on my radar. I'm like, maybe. Like, when? But if it was the priest, like, hmm, I wonder holding. if this is God Wolf. Could be God Wolf. <laughs> That's the nickname that I gave him while watching the movie, God Wolf. He was killing yeah, it people. Really stuck. You really like that? Yeah, he was killing people for like religious reasons. Just sometimes. one person. And then he just... It was, I feel like some others could have been. He could have had reasons. We just didn't hear him. That's true. You know. He just chose to give that one. Wrestling us. watching guy, like a like a sloth type scenario. Maybe. Fat, lazy, booger. He hates cripples. He hates, he hates cripples. They shouldn't... They're going to end up on welfare. But the Reverend might have hated cripples too. That could have been like at the time in the small town. Cripples. God didn't make cripples. Some sort of weird thing. God didn't make cripples? I don't know. Some sort of weird agenda. I don't know these small town priests, reverends. Yeah, at Trader Joe's, whatever this town was called. <laughs> Tarker's Mill. That was close. Tarker's. Not yeah. Tucker's. Yeah, I know. Tarker's. Yeah, it's a guy who settled it and he built a bunch of mills. Yeah. Makes sense. Y'all won't come down to Tarker's Mills? That's... Sounds like someone who just doesn't know how to talk named the town. Tarker's Mills? I think that's how everybody talked. So, like, if you talked, like, diff- like how we're talking, no one in that town could understand you. <laughs> For some reason, the kids were immune because they watched all that newfangled TV. Um, no, because sometimes I couldn't tell if Marty was saying Uncle Red or Uncle Rick. Oh, uh, well, that's, he was fine, but actually Tammy. Yeah. See once, Tammy she had a major speech. Southern drawl, and her strong. parents didn't even really have one. A little bit. It was kind of weird. But, I mean, even places around here, you drive 20 minutes, I can find you some Southern yeah, drawls. Yeah, but, like, one kid out of the whole family? <laughs> Hi, Dad. What are you talking? Why are you... I, what are we talking about? Let's just have a talk. Well, he had a little <laughs> bit of one, but that could have just been his drunken slurs, though. Yeah, when he was watching wrestling. Get him! Get him! Oh, my privates or my parts. Well, he was just interacting with the the film. Yeah, that's the, what... The, the when cinema you, he was watching, yeah, the high-class cinema, when you, the when, NWA wrestling. Yeah, when you're watching the National Wrestling Alliance, uh, you're getting so into it, you know. Ooh, Yeah. Ow, my parts. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most uh, like animated I've ever seen anybody 
Well, I can't say ever, but because, like, you know, you got, like, Undertaker Lost Guy. He's pretty animated, right? Yeah. And then There's a lot of... But, I mean, yeah. Making the sound effects, though. But, yeah, nobody... Yeah, you don't see... You don't go... That'd be weird if you went to like a live wrestling show and there's somebody sitting next to you and they're just oh, like, next time I do, they're just like acting like that. Next time I do, I'm gonna yell all oh, my parts <laughs> when somebody gets kicked toward the crotch. Yeah, you picture it, it's real and, funny now. Yeah, I'm gonna it's be, gonna be I'm gonna be there and be laughing yeah, when it happens. It's gonna be real good. <laughs> Ooh, ow, oh, yeah, I'm gonna be laughing really hard. Oh, my parts. I'm gonna say it like five times. Hopefully, you have like a few like drinks in you by the time. No, you I say never that. drink and watch wrestling. That's, no. a, that's silly. What? That's a sin. Yeah, you see, that's that would be a tragic sin. Alcohol and wrestling, those things don't go together. No, they no. don't. Don't, Just, talk, don't talk to Steve. Yeah, maybe that's why this guy got murdered. He was drinking and watching wrestling. Drinking's not a sin. He was drinking and watching wrestling. You said oh. you don't drink when you watch wrestling. He was drinking and watching wrestling. The 11th commandment. Yeah, the 11th. It was left don't, off. Don't drink and watch wrestling. It was on like the side of the piece of stone. Yeah, guy was like, Moses, it's a little 11, but make sure. Yeah, make sure it's on there. Moses like, what's professional wrestling? And God's <laughs> like, in the future it will matter. Yeah, you'll know. Well, you won't know, but somebody will know. <laughs> yeah. Or it's, yeah. Because if he knew it, he'd be like immortal, an immortal being. Moses. I was going to say, God is an immortal being. No, Moses. He's, you know, he's up there watching wrestling. I'm sure his favorite character is the fiend. He's like, he's, he's like, he's like, he's got a message. I get it. Probably Elias. Talks to a higher power. Elias. Moses' favorite wrestler in heaven is Elias. Yes. That's quite a shout out. That'd be the Elias t-shirt, Moses' favorite wrestler. <laughs> what? Doesn't make any sense. They should just change Elias' name to Baby Moses. All right, now I'm off. That's done. Let's talk about the Silver Bullet again. It killed that. That was fun. That killed that? Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been a live, a good live interaction to have. Yeah. If we make that, just like, nah, that's enough. <laughs> As people watch us live and see to eat your floor, you make that Elias. We get to talk about how Elias is Moses' favorite wrestler. I'm glad that's kept to the confinements of this new studio. <laughs> Not in a public space. Man, I wish I would have had that one there. Yeah, that little zinger. That little zinger. Yeah, we got to work in a, making Moses more people's, making Elias more, or whatever, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Elias more Moses-like? Is that Yeah. Weird? No, just the fact that... He's got you, the beard. You need to make more biblical figures have favorite wrestlers, is all I'm saying. Like, who would Jesus' favorite wrestler be? It's easy. <sighs> Seth Rollins? No, they have the same initials, John Cena. John Cena. Jesus Christ. Do you think that's why they named him that? They're both hard to see, too. Maybe that's why that's his name? I mean, well, who, John Cena's parents? Yeah. Or Jesus, or God named Jesus Christ because he had Vince, the same Vince McMahon, isn't he God? John, that's John Cena's real name. Yeah, and Vince McMahon gave birth to him. See, again, I wish someone could be here live. I could just <laughs> look to the crowd and be like, I'm lost here, help. Vince McMahon created him. He he did not do that. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. I I just, was, a nice look at down in your eyes. I was just a little looking, a little looking, looking at something. Oh, looking at a little doodad. What do you get? What kind of doodads you got over there? I have so many doodads. Doodad, doodad, oh, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> you haven't even consumed any alcohol, and you're talking about all these doodads. What's in this bottle? I don't know. Yeah, water. Because if you pound vodka like that, that'd be pretty impressive. <sighs> yeah, that's how I... When I drink vodka, I'm very refreshed. We watched the whole movie and you're singing a doodad song. 
Again, I wish this was in front of a live. Remember the remember the Buzz Budweiser commercials with the frogs. Doody doody do. It was like that penguin. You just want to break this microphone in half. Oh my god! Don't do that. It's brand new. I know. It'd be shame. It's newer than the one I'm using. Well, in half. Okay. Well, I don't want you. Don't need to break it in half. I I'll stop. I'll stop with my with my duties dues. Amen. Just keep your duties to yourself. I should have done this in live in front of people. It would have been great. I would have I would have laughed uncontrollably. Right, and no one else would have. And you would have made yourself but No, anybody watching would have laughed too. No, they would have just looked at me and like, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing over here. Would you have just got up and walked out of the, no, I wouldn't out have, of the booth? I wouldn't have given up that no, I wouldn't have given up that booth. That would have been that would have been great though, if you would have just got up and walked out. You would have had to make me real mad. Because then you would have just walked into the con and just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'd rather go get in line to meet CM Punk than sit here. I would just go look in a mirror and meet myself. Meet yourself? You you know, could... like, hey, I can't believe you're at C2E2. Yeah, you do that in the bathroom, though, I think. Yeah. When yeah. I wash my hands like you're supposed to. Yes. I'm sure most people weren't. No. <laughs> but then again, I don't know who molests, like, the uh, fucking like, soap dispenser, the... the Sink, I don't know. Germs. It's a good place to go. Nothing's going on in modern. It was yeah. good to go to C2E2. Yeah. No, they, didn't, they didn't cancel all their cons or anything. No. Emerald City. I guess there's stuff going on in Seattle. Emerald City Comic Con. A lot of people are kind of... I've been seeing Instagram posts of artists like not going. Because I think there's I think there's more stuff going on with that. Uh, in Seattle? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I saw DC pulled out of the next couple cons, which they were just at <laughs> C2E2. Right. So. I mean... Yeah, guys, it's kind of a big deal. A little bit. Even just to be cautious, you're, you should do that. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, the whole world needs to take a month off. Just a month. Just stay home. Nobody go anywhere. Yeah, but then everyone's going to panic and freak out, and like all the stores will be empty of shit. If they're already, the, the stores in this area are already out of like, they're like Purell's all sold out, toilet paper's all sold out. Anything you can imagine that fights a cold is like, if not, almost gonna be sold out. People always think they're fucking bread. God only knows how many people eat fucking bread. <laughs> Bread's good, man. Bread can get fucked. Bread can get fucked. I mean, the fact that... I, I mean, whenever there's a snowstorm, people need their milk and bread. Because you know what? It's 2020. And you might get snowed in for a week. You might never be able to go to a store again. <laughs> Calm down. Just order it on Amazon. Just call up Jeff Bezos. Or just relax. You probably got you probably got other food in your house. Maybe eat that up. Yeah. You eat that stuff you haven't been eating if you're literally snowed in. You're never gonna get snowed in again. <laughs> it's so hot. Even if you got snowed in, it'd be for like a day. It's not it's not like it's the pioneer days. It's not gonna take you five days to get to town. Well, if you live in Tarker's Mills. Maybe it's going to be... you say Tucker's? Tucker's. You better not have said Tucker's. Tucker's Mills. If you live in Tucker's Mills, it's going to be... Did you just a, have a stroke? It's <laughs> Tucker Mills. <laughs> you were right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while for you to get to a store. Why do you think this werewolf was killing so many people? I don't know why. He's hungry. And we don't... He didn't have any bread or milk. <sighs> yeah, he's... Yeah, well... He's, his bread was sinners. I'd almost like to see origin of uh, Priest. What's going on there? Yeah, because we don't know what kind of werewolf he even is. Full Moon didn't seem to affect him. 
it made him stronger, I guess, but he would come yeah. out whenever. Yeah. But there was a break for a while where he wasn't right. laying low. Maybe because right. he was suspect. Well, he, he that whole eye thing. And, and you're killing a lot of people in a small town. Right. It's pretty soon it's going to be you and like three people left. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe you just need to move on to like the next town. That's what a smart monster would do. <laughs> just stays there. I mean... And why all of a sudden people, he seemed to be a, a reverend who has been there for a long time. We see all of a sudden he just got werewolfed. And something he got, where he got werewolfed somehow. <laughs> it's almost better. We don't find out. Cause like, yeah, no, I like, cause oh, I mean, that's just a gear waste part of the movie. You're like, Oh, now we know why he's a werewolf. How about the fact that he's just a fucking werewolf. And there's a small chunk in the middle of this movie where it does slow down a little bit that you just can, a little. just a little, nothing more like significant where it's like boring, but it does slow down a little bit, but that would have been another slowdown. Like if you had this like beginning part of like, or even like a halfway through, you go back to, Something that happened beforehand with the, right, the flashback. Like I became a werewolf when I was bitten by this creature in the swamp, and it. The dream was good enough, and I was like, "All oh, my parts." <laughs> and I became a werewolf. The dream sequence was good enough. Yeah, because once you see that, you're like, "Oh, okay, there's something going on here." But after that, he pretty much accepted what he was. Oh yeah, but you have to. I mean, before that though, he's already killing. Right, but he didn't. He mean killed he, a little boy. Doesn't mean he accepted it. Like he, he killed a whole... It's an urge. He, he was, killed, like, four people from the town. That dream was about about feeling remorse. And then he just became... Like, he was... Because even in the dream, he's talking about... Like, this, the subcon- his subconscious was him at the, at, the, um, at the pulpit doing his stuff about how, you know, about um, healing and what the Bible says. And all the townsfolk was telling him how all that, none of this shit matters. So it was like his inner psyche battling itself, and he... Whatever the reverend, whoever the reverend used to be, he lost that battle. It's true. It was never. There's never any any coming back from. No. I mean, it's not the most of the cases though. When you're a werewolf, there's not much coming back. You're just gonna get killed. Not always. You have to find. You have to get yourself on lockdown. Like if you, but I don't know what. Like if you're a normal werewolf that just changes during the full moon. Like you're like, okay, it's full moon time. Tonight, I'm gonna lock myself in this like six foot thick concrete cell I have. I feel like sometimes there, there there's been cases in movies where they try to do that and then something goes awry. Again, I said six foot concrete cell. You gotta make something. You don't just some little bullshit like cage. Are you insane? You need to be like concrete. Is surrounded. And then just because you're gonna rage, like throw like a live lamb in there. <laughs> So then, like you have something to kill. Yeah, you have something eat. to eat. Right, like <sighs> something to whip it, something to grab its skull and slam it against the walls, and just like cover yourself in blood. I guess they don't always die. Like in the, in the movie, the animal, they're not necessarily a werewolf. That's like a creature. I don't know what that is. With Rob Schneider. Don't know what that is. But then there's like they find out that it's not just him who's like a creature person. It's like there's like a girl too. And it was like is it a SNL character? No, it's just a movie. Okay. Called the animal. There's like a scientist doing weird um, experiment stuff, and he's like a werewolf, a right. ant, werewolf creature person thing. Has some has some funny moments. Most people probably don't like it. If you, I find it enjoyable. There's a good. You're talking, we're talking about mobs and militias in this movie. Yeah. There's a good mob scene. Norm yeah. Macdonald is part of the mob. He has some complaints. I bet he does. There's some good. It's probably the best part of the entire movie. Where he gets upset about certain certain rules or non-rules when it comes to being a part of a mob. 
That's good. For some reason, I, that scene sounds familiar. Maybe that's something I remember from that, but nothing else I do. Yeah, he's just like talking about, like asking questions about, like, what if we got here? What if we got here first in the mob? And it's all these questions about the mob. And then, of all the monsters you could be, what is the monster you would not want to be? Like, like monster. any monsters, or like your classic Universal <laughs> monsters, like a monsters human, you turn human into. Human neck gets turned into a monster, oh, okay. right? Mm, I guess a werewolf. Is the least, seems, is yeah, the it seems one? pretty depressing. Yeah, you'd rather be. A, would you rather be a vampire? Yeah, I feel like you can get away with that more. Because like, all you don't really. All you have to do is like. Usually, you look just still like a person, and you go out at <laughs> night. But like, you're also your the immortality is built into it. But also, it seems pretty depressing depending on which kind of vampire you're looking at. I mean, just on like what we do in the shadows, the movie and the show, they're. I mean, they're just kind of sad people. Yeah. But they've been around forever, right? So they're just kind of like... I guess that, that's that's the whole thing, right? At some point it gets old. Right. Like, they're, it's, like, it's just never-ending. Right. But, I don't know. Maybe Invisible Man might be kind of cool. That's a monster, right-ish? It's part of that like original monster monster movie. There's a new one out. It's supposed to be yeah, really good. But see, it's easier to talk about what monsters you want to be. Yeah. But like the ones you don't want to be. There's, there's a new one of those out. Is there? Invisible Man. Yeah, made a lot of money. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. The yeah. chick from Mad Men's in it. I saw some trailers. She's the one from Handmaiden's Tale and stuff. Yeah, she's, Peggy. Been, she's important. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh... Uh, but then, yeah. But, I mean, obviously, Invisible Man is cool, because then you could be all, like, creepo, like Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man. Where he's, like, creeping on naked chicks. I honestly chicks. don't like where this is going. I don't want to know what you would do as the Invisible Man. That's not what I would do. I I'm just no saying. I'm saying what Kevin Bacon did in Hollow Man. Right, that's fine. He was but creeping. I know where this is going. He was creeping. And I don't want to know what you're up to. He was creeping hard. Yeah, that's when invisible people. Does do. he rape a girl in that or I, attempt to? I don't to? know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he probably attempts to. I think he attempts to or something. Not good. Something not good. Not no. invisible people should not be doing that stuff. No. It's weird, like, the history of, like, Invisible Man-type things where they try to, like, redo it. Oh, it's the ultimate, like, voyeur. Like, he's always going to be a creep. Well, not well, not always, but the, I just mean, like, those movies, right? Because they try, like, they try to do one, like, every so often, I feel like. In the 90s, there was the one with Chevy Chase. There's certain guys And that's, like, Hollywood. a comedy more. It's, like, a comedy detective noir thing. It's, like, the memoirs of the Invisible Man. And then they did Hollow Man, which is... Still the Invisible Man, but they called it something else. Then there was a Hollow Man 2 directed video. I wonder what that's like. Certain Hollywood's gods have to be appeased. <laughs> and they have to make these movies just to say they did it. I mean, it. it's kind of like you, if you get it right, like this new one. You know what I mean? If you get it right, maybe you did something different with it. This one, this new one, that's all I hear is like, sure. oh, they actually, somebody yeah. did something with this. So maybe maybe it's just not even just trying to appease the the Hollywood gods. It's more like trying to just... So no, somebody's just trying to maybe they, maybe that's part of appeasing the gods, right? They have to they have to get it right. Somebody keeps the, turning the turning the dial, and it's just like not quite there, not quite there, it's, and it's like no, try again. It's just part of the creative exercise. We need one of the Invisible Man movies. Good luck. What we have to make this? Good luck. Give it a shot. Some people know what they're doing. Some people don't. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while for a werewolf movie. What was the last? What was the last werewolf movie? Hmm. The one with Benicio del Toro, which, by the way, I watched not that long ago. Pretty good. 
questionable CGI at the end. Yeah, that sounds bad. Um, with like a That's man on fire and some stuff like that. But uh, the practical effects are fantastic. They're unbelievable. Uh, I think if you want to live a more human life, you want to be a werewolf. You're only, like, you're only out of commission for like a few days. Even out if, of a I month. feel like although, unless you're like Teen Wolf, you're it's just not gonna go good for you. What do you mean? Like you, Teen Wolf scenario, everybody loved him. He had to play on the basketball team. Yeah. You lock yourself away. But he wasn't killing anybody. Right. That's the best kind of world you can be then. A teen, a teen wolf. Sure. You get to play basketball and you're great at it. Sure. That's true. Or you can be Teen Wolf 2. I don't remember much about that other than Jason Bateman, so I don't really don't know what he was good at in that one. I had nothing. I, I, I don't think they did. I'm just going to go on, on a limb. I'm going to say that they probably didn't do basketball again. But I think there was a sport involved. I'm sure it was hockey. Hockey. Hockey wolf. Hockey wolf. Like like a MVP, most valuable primate, and there's a monkey playing hockey. Yeah. I don't know why nobody made it like an Avengers type movie out of all these things. Let's have an all animal sports team. With Airbud yeah, and yeah. MVP uh-huh. and But like a lot of those though, it's like the same right. character People playing do. all the sports. So it's not like you had like, oh, here's the dog and the dog's good at football, the end. And we just Yeah. We just kept making dog good at football movies. Sure. It's not. That's not the case, though. The dog just kept being good at like every sport. Yeah, and all these animals. Were and same thing. The same thing with the monkey. They just kept being good. There's like yeah, MVP skater edition. He's on a skateboard. Right. Yeah. I mean, what's hard about this? All the animals assemble. Animals assemble, and then they all. There's play only so many animals playing sport movies. You can make a few up. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit about Guardians of the Galaxy, and then they threw them in. Everybody was happy about that. You gotta give another excuse. For, you gotta get find a kangaroo that boxes. Easy. Yeah, Kangaroo Jack. You can play soccer. Perfect. <laughs> Easy. And then we would have to watch for the podcast if this existed. And for some reason, there's two dogs and a cat get lost. Now they're playing a sport. That's fine. Homeward Bound 3. Yeah. Bound for glory. <laughs> Bound for glory. Bigger sport. Comply to any one of them. No, they go to the Super Bowl. They get lost at the Super Bowl. And they catch there's the a, winning there's a, touchdown. There's a cat on the field. All of a sudden, he has a jersey on. Touchdown, sassy. Yeah, what? <laughs> She's like, get real. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Oh, please. Cats rule, dogs drool. God damn it. <laughs> Chance, you can't. You're not sophisticated enough for this sport. Get, get out of here. You know, I don't even know... What else to say about that? Because you have completely thrown everything through a loop here. Sorry, man. I can channel my inner sassy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, you know who was uh, pretty sassy in this movie? Jane. Marty's sister. Yeah, but Jane had a right to be sassy. She was just... Because the movie starts... Does she need to be out there uh, just uh, showing off her tits? This was a quote from the movie. Yeah, that's a quote. I cannot help that a 12-year-old was talking about a 15-year-old showing off her tits. They related, right? Yes. Because he was saying, how did he... He said that she's got all these new clothes 
the, for, for, for the new school year, and she's over there just flaunting her tits, just showing off her tits. It to his uncle he's saying these yeah. things, right? He said, he said, quote, Jane's showing off her tits. <laughs> By the way, this movie, there's like no swearing, really. No, there's not. Though there's a couple F-bombs, the sheriffs. Sure. They're they swear. Yeah. But like the kids don't really swear. They're using Booger and Dumbo. Booger a lot, especially Jane. She's real big on boogers. In the beginning, they could have spiced it up a little bit. Uh, but the um, but yeah, but the kids don't really are, aren't all that vulgar. It's not like some of these other like, you know, in the gate, I guess they're not all that vulgar. A little bit here and there. They dropped some, you know, bad F-bombs. Yeah, things those, like that. Those, yeah, those. those but um, but yeah, so it was kind of like, it kind of throws you off when you're watching this, and all of a sudden he's like, tits, tits. I yeah, he said it to his uncle. Yeah, it's weird though. It was a weird conversation. Yeah, Jane in the beginning, there Jane has a right to be sassy. She does. She's being harassed, and she a snake. Her, she had a snake thrown at she her. She had a snake thrown at her. She trips, rips her pantyhose, and she falls in the mud. Brady's, uh, his friend. Yeah. What's he, her main character's name again? I just lost Marty. It. Yeah, Marty. Brady. Brady and Marty. Brady's being overly aggressive, jokingly, to Jane. She falls in the mud. She's pretty sad about it. And her parents have placed an undue burden on her, making her care for her um, handicapped brother. <clears throat> which, like, that's fine. But, like, they, they're pushing hard. Like, take care. Like, what a burden to have thrown upon you. Like, man, that's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. But you got to step it up, though. Your your brother is in an unfortunate situation. You have situation. to step it up. He's a child, you gotta too. You got to help the family. You got to help out. Help your brother. He's paralyzed. Every day. That would drain him. He's child. He's crippled. Right. He needs help. Yeah. And she's more than happy to Mom help. and dad are too busy. Yeah. Carrying, like, this grocery bag. Or yeah. Wheeling your brother. Carrying groceries. Working. Making money. What's Jane doing? Showing off her tits? Is that how she's going to make money? Well, now we're done. I don't think so. I don't think so either, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's what I just said. I don't think so. I don't think she's going to do those things. So she's got to help out somehow and contribute to the family. She's 15 years old. Her brother's only probably three years younger than her. She's been doing it her whole life. Yeah. Well, Uncle Red enjoyed helping out Uncle Marty Uncle, a lot because he was building him contraptions. By the way, the joke about a cripple is okay. They make lots of jokes at uh, Marty's expense I don't in this know movie. If I would say it's okay. <laughs> they make lots of jokes at Marty's expense in this movie, and he is perfectly fine with it, including a joke he tells at the end. I don't know if disclaimer. He's, I don't know if he's perfectly fine for it because he doesn't complain about it out loud. But we do see him looking forlorn, forlorn at a bunch of kids playing baseball. He wishes he could play baseball. As he sits in his motorcycle-mounted wheelchair that Uncle Red has built for him. Yeah, those kids probably looked at his him in that badass motorcycle yeah. and were like, fuck, I wish I was paralyzed. I don't know if they wish that. I don't know if they wish that. I hope you're proud of yourself about what you're saying over there. This is just Corey's jerk-off time. He just says things that make him laugh. <laughs> Talking about handicapped individuals, or yeah, well, there you go. Well, I mean, it's a badass motorcycle. What, what can I say? It's it has a cool name, Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. Red knows a lot. When about he's it. old enough, he can pound Silver Bullets while driving the Silver Bullet. Yeah, I'm imagine him being wasted driving that thing around. 
Woo! I mean, he's a 12-year-old who can drive a... It's a, it's a motorcycle. It goes fast. It goes like 70 miles an hour. Yeah, by the time 70. by the time he's like 17, he's probably getting hammered and driving that thing all over the place. Are you, I mean, he's going to have... Who knows what kind of contraptions will have Drinking and driving. Oh, yeah. Back then, absolutely, too. That's happening. Yeah, 85? Sure. Well, I mean, by the time he's 17... The, yeah, the but... movie takes place in like... Fucking depending on the state, he might even be... Nah, he probably well, the be, state, I can tell you what state it was in. I mean, it, it was filmed in North Carolina, but what's the story take place in? Take one guess. Indiana? Wrong. Maine? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Stephen King story. So it uh, it, it borders uh, Chester's Mill yeah. and Derry and Castle Rock. Oh, so it's right there. So it's, yeah. It's comforting to know there's just a fucking werewolf running around over here. Got a space alien across the street that looks like a werewolf. That I mean, it did, one its, point. It did its most damage as a werewolf, but right? I feel like is an is a thing I learned when listening to that audiobook. Like the werewolf is like when he causes all the damage, right? Like the physical battles. He's a werewolf. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, just because they watch the fucking movie and it's completely left out of the at both of both. Yeah, oh, so he's a little bit of a werewolf in the first one, I think. Even now that I think about very it, very briefly, yeah, he doesn't cause the carnage that he does. No, it's it's. I mean, they that's when they when they battle him for the first time before they, like the before you know the actual end battle where like you know, they defeat a monster and then go have sex in the sewer. Before that it happens, the actual physical battle above the earth. He's a werewolf, and it's a it's a battle. They probably just didn't want to attempt the werewolf, right? For especially for a TV movie. Because well, even even with this movie, I didn't I had no problems with the way the werewolf looked in this movie. I thought the effects were great and everything. But, but even like the producer of this movie, Dino De Laurentiis, he was very unhappy with the werewolf that was used in the film. Is that when they barely show it? He was disappointed in the way it looked and the way the costumed actor moved, which also ended up being insulting to the person who's wearing the the suit, who was an accomplished modern dancer and was hired specifically for his movement skills. I think Dino De Laurentiis had like a history of like being kind of like a pain in the ass as far as like a producer goes. But also it was Stephen King who asked that the werewolf be kind of plain and hard to see. Yeah, because it makes him scarier. He didn't want it to be, he wanted it to be contrast to other monsters seen in werewolf films and uh, other various books and things like that. See, it would have been fine for the It TV movie because uh, It channeled the the Wolfman. Right. So it was a Wolfman. So you could have had him look like a Wolfman. And that's been done. And he looked just like the movie Wolfman, because that's who he was copying. That would have been fine, because that brief scene is just a Wolfman. It's I mean, true. That would have been fine. But Man. a lot of damage. Just, yeah, a lot of damage. It's, impress- it's impressive. Um, but yeah, I think the uh, I, I really like back to the werewolf thing real quick though. Um, I did like the untransformation. I thought that that looked really good yeah, for being in 1985. I thought that looked they, they did a great job. Sure. I wonder th- th- is this pre or post? Um, American Werewolf in London's post American Werewolf 81. Sure. So you already got that like you know what I mean that like somebody already yeah. got that down sure. so we can kind of like. Yeah. Go forward using play with it. that play yeah. with that tech, yeah. like movies like obviously like this and the Howling and things like that, and the Howling is another one where it's like the, I feel like 
The two big werewolf movies, especially of the 80s, is American Werewolf in London, obviously. It's like one of the best. It's like the best werewolf movie ever. It's good. It's it's perfect. It's good. And then you have The Howling. I think those are like your two big werewolf movies of that time. But I think sometimes, I think Silver Bullet kind of gets overlooked. I think it gets overlooked because, I think because it's Stephen King. I think people, there's a lot of people that love Stephen King stuff, but I think people are just like, yeah, there's too much Stephen King. It's it, too, it's whatever. If it wasn't for like the, um, like the funny, like bat parts or like the parts that are like clearly like cheesy, this is a serious film a normal person could watch, get hooked in the characters and just watch. Without being like, oh, this is super cheesy. Yeah. I mean, maybe show even less of the werewolf, just so people don't see how ridiculous it looks. And there's nothing, like, goofy about it. The characters are all normal. They all make sense. Yeah. No, no one's like a zany, crazy, like, caricature. Right. And they, it even The closest with... person to that is Red, Gary Busey's character. Right, but he even, he has a whole development where, like, he stops being a drunken maniac and just becomes, like, a normal guy. Yeah. Who doubts the fact that his niece and nephew have seen a werewolf or know who a werewolf is, which... As much as I always yell at adults being stupid, is a reasonable thing to be concerned about. It's like, are you sure? Yeah. Which is why it's so satisfying when the werewolf busts through the house. And it's like, yeah. Or because even at that point, he's still doubting right. that. Even after the power comes out, even after um, Jane says she saw it, he's like, no. And then he decides that, and he takes the fucking bullet out of the gun. Because that's right. This man, all he does is make silver bullets. He makes a wheelchair that's gas-powered, has a throttle. He turns a motorcycle into a, it's a trike, into a wheelchair-type thing. Mm-hmm. And then he takes an amulet from his... It's what, a, was, what was his it's a, it's a medallion from Marty and a cross right. from Jane. Jane has a crucifix, yeah. which is perfect. And he finds this magical weapons wizard who melts him down into one silver bullet. Perfect. He makes three silver bullets in this film. And that, and that guy should have made a lot more. That guy who made the ammo, though, he was like, he was into it. That guy probably has some main stories. Like, I've been to dairy. Yeah. What happens over there? <laughs> this is nothing. Right? So I'm like, why? You know, this, you know, this, 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 uh, this, um, Hochstetter family? Woo! One time I saw something in the flames at the black spot. Oh no. You think a werewolf is scary. <laughs> what? Alright, calm down there, Mr. Ammo Maker guy. I don't think he even had a name. Weapons Wizard. Weapons Wizard. That's literally that's literally about it. But like you couldn't and I know silver bullets is what you need. But I do feel like if you had normal bullets. The werewolf probably wouldn't like it. Like if you no, could, no. I mean, it's it's not gonna feel good. Like as far as that, like a few a few. Um, I think last month I stepped in a thumbtack. That's fun. How often have you stepped in a thumbtack? Have you ever done that before? Stepped on a thumbtack. Yes. Yes. Because it's the worst part is it's a surprise, and if you stomp your foot down, and you get stuck with a thumbtack, you look at it. It's in your foot, and you pull it out. Pulling it out is very satisfying. It's like, oh my god! But the point is, thumbtack slowed me down. I didn't like it, but it didn't wipe me out. Now, if it was like laced with like anthrax or something, something vulnerable to a human, right, that would do me more damage. 
So I feel a normal bullet being shot into a werewolf's skull would not make him happy. Which would, you know, slow him down. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like I agree. It would slow f- him down a little bit. Have a few more bullets in the gun. But, like, he got a rocket to the eye and was barely slowed down. I mean, he, he retreated. He left. Yeah. He spazzed out. He freaked. He basically just freaked out, actually. He was, he, he was paralyzed. It he, That literally slowed him down. I feel like, though, at this point, I feel like that was, like, a mid... Like weakness point of just like oh, but then like with just a gunshot, I feel like at that point of the amount of rage, sure, in the in his body, but the I adrenaline don't think, would I don't have think like he would ignore it. No, it would still, you know, help him pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, they probably should have had more than one bullet. But it's cool about what's I, like I like this film is that it actually all the the characters and the stories and stuff, like it tells a story. It gets a story of a kid surviving in a small town who can't walk. Oh, and he eventually battles a werewolf. Like, that's the actual story. Yeah. Is like this, you know, disabled kid in the 70s, and then his sister has to help him. That's like a normal, that could just be a mo- just a movie people watch. Right. But then he, there's a werewolf. He's actually the only the only person that even wounds the werewolf is right. Marty. Uh-huh. Twice. Both yeah. times yeah. he's wounded is Marty. Marty the, is an The wound and the death. Marty is an ultimate badass. Yeah, Marty rules. He lives in like the third floor of his house. And he climbs an antenna. He can't use his legs, by the way. So he just <laughs> barrels it up. And yeah, and the mom's like, oh, he feels so bad. He's living this horrible life. And he's in this depression. And The saddest you see him is when he's looking at the baseball game. He's not sad. He's just kind of like, man, I wish I could play baseball. Yeah, he's just slightly bummed out. He's like, man, I wish I could play baseball. He's, but he's not like, the mom was making it seem like it was like this, like... He was he's dealing with all these like terrible issues and things like right. that. And we get a lot of um his uncle in the beginning about how he's had, this is his third divorce. He's drinking all the time and like how like he she doesn't want Uncle Red to show um Marty like what it's like to give up. To me it doesn't seem like he's had three wives. It doesn't seem like he's giving up. He's just a force of nature. Yeah. He just doesn't stop. Yeah, he's just he's just an alcoholic who needs right. some help. Right. Maybe help your brother instead of just yelling at him. <laughs> right? Just like instead of calling him a failure and making him feel a bit worse about himself because he's a he clearly has an alcoholic problem. But after that talk, he starts to wise up a little bit. Yep. He, st- he stops drinking and he's able to handle, which is why it's funny that he's dealing with the most irrational thing he'll ever deal with in his entire life. And he's stone cold, very sober. Because the party they have in the backyard when he's sober, just oh, yeah. talking, hanging out, or they, he's like being a fun guy, not crazy drunk guy, is another sign that he's on the straight and narrow path. Yeah, he's the the, the picnic that they have where the, with the pork and the barbecue and everything he's like being that. He's a normal guy. He's just a normal guy. And I, awesome. But it was a good turning point for that character, though, because it's like, you know, he wisened up with the drinking because of Marty and the loss of his friend, and then... Right, because Brady, the guy who put... We didn't mention that part, because that helps... That makes it even more personal after all these people go missing in this town. Yeah, Brady, who is Marty's friend, is right. mauled by one flying a kite. He's distracted by his smiley kite. Yeah, he's so serious about flying that kite, too. So imagine the wolf that jumps in from behind, and then we meet Brady's dad. Brady's dad oh is a oh my god, god dude, he was a psycho. He see, well, he sees his son mauled by an animal. Well, one, he sees his son mauled by an animal, animal, and then two, he leads the charge 
of this mob, mob, militia mob yeah, they, to they, go yeah. out there and like find the killer and then five more people die and you know he has to take part part to blame for that the uh, this show's sister show weird and fear and we have a term for this it's called a mess monster <laughs> excitement stupidity syndrome because every monster story at some point if it's been spotted grab the guns you grab and the fact that there's like random objects the bat that said peacemaker on it from the bar and then everybody with guns is storming the woods and like you asked him when we were watching it you know why don't you want to like you know, cover the whole town. No, you gotta go in the woods. You gotta run around. You gotta freak yourselves out because you hear your neighbor across five trees down. Right. You don't know who anybody is. People get shot. It's a mess. It's monster excitement, stupidity syndrome. Yeah, it's what you do. We often wish we could partake in these things in modern times, but yeah, I mean, you come. We came close to it in um, seeing something like that in a movie like. Uh... Like was it Death Wish or Death Wish Two, where they have like the people looking for the, for him? It's like a whole. Oh yeah, it's, but like that, that's not a monster scenario. That's just no, like a person. Yeah, that's not thing. a monster. That's a. Uh, um, shoot, fuck, I forgot his character's name now. I just want to say Charles Bronson. Paul Kersey. Thank you. Yeah, it's a Kess. <laughs> Kersey excitement super. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, but that but the thing is though, when that dad when the dad's freaking out though in the church, that's when it ends up being a dream. Right. It's the yeah. dream sequence where uh-huh. that's an awesome scene, by the way. Where it's all or every there's so uh-huh. many people that turn into werewolves. It's, it's his psychosis in his head, the yeah. werewolf disease. Yeah, that's a good that's a good insight into his werewolf disease, this werewolf insanity dream. Well, that's kind of cerebral too because. He's in his mind, and like they represent. I mean, I'm interpreting it, but they represent like this this evil force coming at him, and it's the town. It's overwhelming, and like maybe he feels the town is a threat because, of course, they're out to get him anyways, and he's the werewolf. Right. But like being overswarmed—that's the term—overswarmed, swamped with pure evil, and then he just eventually accepts it. And then, of course, Pastor assumes the ultimate evil position once his eyes shot out. Putting on the eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had the temporary, and then once uh, Jane found the widow, the peacemaker. By the way, you're saying like how it's kind of silly with the baseball bat. It's uh-huh. awesome that a werewolf uses a baseball bat. Right. How many times does a werewolf use a weapon in any movie? I can't even think. It's. Sounds- I've only seen like the first Howling. I haven't seen like two through seven, so I don't know there. When this, but this wolf also seems like he's aware of what he's doing when he's a wolf. Like, he remembers things. Usually when you're a werewolf, you freak out. And you're like, what the fuck did I do? He knows what he's doing. He knows why he targeted people. He So the point is, he's it's not just like he knows he's using a baseball bat. He's right. Like, oh, I got it. Right. Like, it's not like an animal spazzing out. He's like, nope. I'm going to hit you with this bat that I stole from this bar owner that I... Murdered. Murdered. Yeah. No, he remembers. He does. He remembers. He remembers everything. That would make being a werewolf less fun. Yeah, remembering your kills. But then again, if you're in complete control, like you could maybe not do that. Right. It'd be. It's a weird, like you. You'd have to. I guess that's part of the accepting part. Like, well, here I go. I've been fighting this, but maybe. Pretty sure in the howling, it's like that where they know. Yeah, they they, know what they they do. They have control. They know. You know what I mean? Like him, he had control in this movie. He had control. Yeah, absolutely. He had honed. 
yeah, his he, craft. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, he knew. He knew what he was doing. He could control when he's going to be a werewolf, things and that, like that. We only get that one little insight into his mind, which is, of course, the dream. killing sinners. That's what I mean. Oh, like the killing sinners. When, when he tells, yeah, when, when he, he go, corners yeah, Marty, he's when like, he becomes God Wolf. Yeah, he's like, I am the law. Yeah, when he's all eye patched out. Being Chasing all, a kid in his motorcycle wheelchair in his blue car. Looked very uh, Nick Fury-ish. Like original sure. Nick Fury. Yeah. Hasselhoff Fury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everybody... Nobody wants to remember that David Hasselhoff was ever Nick Fury. No one does. It's a movie. It's out there. We, we should watch it. The I've never seen it. It exists. I've never seen that. You never have? Nope. I've never, se- have. I've never seen the Nick Fury... Uh, it's fun. It's, isn't it just called Nick Fury? I don't know. I think it's something of she- Agent of Shield. It might or be Agent of Shield. Something like that. Yeah, I know it exists, and I've seen. I remember seeing it at the video store and stuff. I mean, I've it's never just, seen it's it. It's kind of dumb. It's not bad. It's just like there's one part that I really hate. <laughs> oh my god! I remember. You know what Marvel movies? I do remember watching those Captain America movies. Yeah, Captain America's awesome. All he does is steal cars. He rides a, drives on a motorcycle. And he always like he steals people's cars. I don't remember stealing anybody's cars. I just remember having that blue and red, white, and blue motorcycle. Yeah, it's cool. No, he's always like so. There's always a guy driving around, and he always makes up an excuse for the guy to get out of the car, and he steals a car. It happens like three times. I promise you. Like what, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Steven, what are you doing? Hey, Cap. Why'd you steal that guy's pickup truck? He's always got places to be, so he just like steals cars. Yeah, he's gotta get gotta go somewhere somehow. Captain America can't fly. Yeah, he's not a cop. You know what I mean? He doesn't have a cop car. No, but he has his motorcycle. So what's he up? does have a motorcycle? Yeah, so he can get around. But he doesn't know. It's a whole new decade. He doesn't know what's going on. He needs help. <laughs> so people who are helping him, he steals their cars. Steals their cars to battle the Red Skull. Yeah, I haven't seen those in forever. Who said plastic surgery? Yeah, he's just like a guy, right? Yeah, he, at one point he's skull face, but then he's like been like in the the in the forties he's got like a skull face. Yeah. But then when you see him in modern times, because of course he can't be a comic book character, he has a normal face. Yeah. Like it's put back together. Yeah. It's got like a skin graft over it or something. Yeah, and then he's like it's like Dark Man. And I mean, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, in the comics, the Red Skull just wears a rubber mask. Right. Because that's not cool enough for cinema. Well, I don't even know if those were released in theaters. I don't know if I'd call those old Captain America movies cinema. But even the modern one, he's he's got the full yeah. super serum serum in him, so he's just well. Now he's just he's guarding the Soul Stone. Yeah, now he's just hanging out in uh, no man's land or like, well, in this though. universe. I didn't really get to do anything. He'll come back at this point. They've teased him now, we hanging need, out. He needs a spaceship. <laughs> I mean, anything can happen with a tesseract. He can he can come back in the Winter Soldier in the Falcon show. He could. That's true. He could show up on there. Who knows? I mean, they really do. Never mind. We're not gonna talk about Avengers Endgame, but they really do gloss over the fact that Steve had a whole adventure returning these fucking stones to make sure the timelines. Whatever, man. They went out of their way to try to make time travel make sense, and it just no. They still fucked up yeah, the timeline. Like, yeah, he screwed everything up. There's a timeline where Loki runs away with that briefcase. Well, that's a separate universe, right? It's, it's an alternate a, universe. Yeah, they though. created it's an offshoot, though. It's, yeah, not, just, it's not their universe. They, they just they, created they more timelines. They made a new one. Yeah, yeah, so they fucked up everything. Well, they, but theirs stays the same. Yeah, that's what I mean. They just created the, little pockets. Yeah, the, the get out of jail free card is like, oh, it's just an offshoot. So whatever happens in this universe yep, is fucked. Just little pockets yeah. all over the place. He'll come back to bite somebody in the ass. 
Doctor oh, well. Strange in the Multiverse. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. There we go. Um, real quick, though, uh, before we're done, I want to read a review. Uh, not too many bad reviews for this movie. Only one one star, but I found this one uh, under a three star review. Oh. Um, this is not underrated. Weak story, terrible cast, junk movie. Junk movie. This is awful beyond measure. It's like a high school production. Bad acting, overacting beyond measure, the most obnoxious displays of white trashdom ever caught on film, and with a ridiculously fake monster. The white trash part is part of the story. I like how they still gave it three stars. <laughs> I mean, three out of ten is not good. <laughs> no, it's not. But why not just one at that point? Right. That's true. And not a lot of bad stuff said about this movie because it's a good movie. It's a good. It's a good solid. St- it didn't do well. It suffered from poor marketing, pretty much. It was marketed poorly. Probably, yeah. That Other happens. than that, that seems to be the biggest fault of the, of its demise. But I think it has a good cult following now, and obviously, be, being Stephen King is, you know, yeah, Stephen King, the Forever Man. It's a, yeah, it's a solid. It's a solid yeah. Stephen King out. Every generation, he hits people in ways. You know, there's always another reason to care about Stephen King all the time. Yeah, he why not? Stop. He write. He's still writing books, and yeah. they're great books. And why not? Why not? So. For next week on the podcast, I have some I have some options we're gonna throw out here. Wow, you get to choose some options, so we can go. What a treat! We're on like a Stephen King kick. We can go another Stephen King if you want to, or we can go The Gate Two, which is very enticing. Very much so. But which which we can watch since the gate's fresh in our heads. We can very much. Or my third option might be more enticing and might trump the gate too. Let's hear him. Terminator Dark Fate. Oh. Well, that's a huge change of gears. <laughs> it's a mechanical. That's a wrench in the machine. I mean, supposedly it's not pure garbage, but nobody saw it. Right. So it doesn't mean it won't be a good movie. It doesn't mean we won't enjoy it. Right. I don't know. Maybe we can watch Dark Fate, I guess. We're going to do it? I guess, yeah. We, we probably would have done it if we would have saw it in theaters. Yeah, we would. It would have been an episode. We kind of wanted to, but we just didn't. Yeah, it just didn't happen. Like most people just didn't go see it. I mean... I know some people that saw it. Yeah, were they all right with it? I, From what I recall, I remember seeing their thoughts on the internet and enjoying it. But I don't... I don't remember. It was it was one of the few things where I could honestly be, like attest myself, like just like fatigue. I've seen trailers for these films that I thought were gonna be like the trailers looked cool for both yeah. films, for Salvation and for Genesis. The trailers looked fine. Like right. there's a lot going on that could be oh wow right. what John's a who oh cool. But then you watch like what the fuck am I watching? You're right. The this it was slight fatigue for me, but also just time. Just didn't have time. Yeah, but I mean the time. But if you if you really wanted to see it, you would have made the time. Like if you really wanted I, to. In that time, I did. There were other movies I really wanted to see. Knives Out was one. It just came out on Blu-ray. Right. I want, you really want to wanted see, to see it. You want to see them more. But I didn't go see it. Yeah, that's true. I really wanted to see Knives Out. I think the only thing I saw around that time was like Star Wars. Yeah. I made a point to do. go see Star Again, Wars. Again, you don't like Terminator as much as you like Star Wars. Well. I don't know that for sure, but 
I think you do. I think you think Terminator is dumb. Terminator is dumb. So we're gonna watch a dumb movie. Terminator's Terminator's dog shit. Wow. I would I see yeah, look at look at the things you're making me say. I ain't making you say a damn thing. I never thing. say these things about I'm not, Terminator. I'm not making you say anything. Ever. Well we'll find out. We're we'll, we'll take the dive. We'll take the dive. Maybe we'll save the gate two for after Dark Fate. Dark Fate Gate. This is like a conspiracy. Dark Fate into Gate Two. Dark Fate Gate, like Watergate. Dark Fate at Gate Two. Dark Gate. Dark Gate. So um, cool. next week on the podcast, a lot of steam. There, end of the episode with a lot of steam. <laughs> we're gonna cut some of that steam out. No, always um, leave it all in there. <laughs> it's all good. The uh, next week on the podcast, we are going to do the deep dive, one that I'm sure most of you expected us to watch prior because. We talk Terminator a lot on this show. What do people expect from this show? They well, they, that's what I'm. They probably expect about. when a Terminator movie comes out for us to discuss it because we Terminator comes up a lot on this show. It does, it's true. <laughs> so next week on the podcast, we're going to talk Terminator: Dark Fate. See what the uh, full-on James Cameron produced, Linda Hamilton returning, right? Um, Tim Miller directed. He did Deadpool. Yeah. So it's uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with Terminator Dark Fate. Is it good? Is it garbage? I don't know. Gabriel Luna's in it too. He was Ghostwriter for a little bit on Agents of Shield. Cool. Arnold's obviously back. Yeah. Was, yeah. I will see what happens. We'll see how they play. I'm curious to see how they mess with the time travel and the, their multiverse. We as just well. need to remember it's a more of a sequel to two than it is anything else. Man, there's so many different timelines. Speaking of branching out different universes and timelines, it's, Jesus Christ! It's another one of those reboot sequels where they're ignoring certain sequels, but not all. Well, I guess most most of them do. Well, not most, but some of them do ignore. Like every sequel except for the first one, like Halloween. Forget all these. Right. Even its own timeline though does that. Right. You know what I mean? There's like one, two, four, five, oh, six. It's a whole web. There's one, two, four, five, six, and then there's one, two, H two O resurrection, and it's like it's a giant web. If any movie deserved to have like time travel thrown into the mix, it would be <laughs> Halloween. Like it makes sense too. It'd be like, what? Yeah, it would make sense at some point. What or, point or if, like, if Laura all of a sudden has visions of all these different realities in her head, and maybe she's been crazy the whole time, and it's and, never and maybe been true. she's just standing inside of a circle of rocks. Yeah, that could have been the time travel device, the rocks. Or just or they just have old footage of Jamie Lee Curtis from the first Halloween, and it just zooms back into her head, and it's like it never, ha- none of it ever happened. Oh wow! It was all just a huge hallucination. That would be that would suck. You know what? It's a movie. It's not real anyways, Corey. It's all fake. <laughs> it's all fake. And you know what else is fake? This show. It's all fake. What is You've that? You've been listening to nothing. It's been pure silence in I your mean, ears. Listen. And you didn't even know. You thought you were listening to something and it's not I even mean, real. Telling people they're listening to nothing is sometimes appropriate <laughs> depending on what we're talking about. Like Future Kick is nothing. I mean, left behind nothing. Oh my god. Yeah, you better get ready for when I give us a treat sometime. There's another there's a newer left behind since that one Is it without Nicolas Cage that's slightly sequeled ish. I have it downloaded. 
That's fine because when I buy the trilogy of the Kirk Cameron ones, you know what we're doing. Yeah, we're watching all those. Uh-huh. And I, I've only seen the first one. We can we can two. we can team that up with a whole month of those in God's Not Dead. Well, I think I think we've just and actually, the getting, the Columbine God movie too. Well, I have that too. We're getting close to April. <laughs> Jesus Christ will rise again. Happy Easter, everybody! Happy Easter! We're time talking for, about the apocalypse. Time for God movies in the apocalypse, or but, just November twenty twenty. But next week is the full, uh, full. We're going full on into the apocalypse, the robot apocalypse yeah. with Terminator Dark Fate. So come back. Uh, well, not come back next week. Not yet, because I'm Corey. That is Nick. Yeah. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst.